Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. How's it going? How's it going? What a question. What a question. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, Friday should Yay. be an exciting day because it's the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so people don't do work. Some people and they <laughs> they take their time off and they uh I don't know what anyone does these days because mm-hmm. you can't yep. be around people and <laughs> and you can't talk to people. I don't know. Uh CDC has changed recommended guidelines for you <laughs> to be able oh, to do Lord that. <laughs> have mercy. Save us all. Um uh. who yeah, I uh hmm. Um I gotta tell you, I've got a really <laughs> long and harrowing tale uh, mm. about a humble man and his desire to have functioning devices. And um, if you're prepared for that, uh, we can get underway. Uh, you know, if your your seat back is if you if your tray is fastened in the upright position. And um, your devices are set to airplane mode. Uh, sure. Or, yes. <laughs> or uh, tell tale mode. Um, okay, so. I thought it was going to be more like a crackling fireplace and like a wingback chair. Uh, uh, and you'd be in like a, like a robe. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. <clears throat> if I walked in uh, to a room where I was planning on doing a podcast and there was a person in a robe sitting in a chair and they're, yeah, I think I'd be a little worried. Uh, well, actually it depend if they're bare ass. Ooh, should I say that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the words that's okay to say on the radio. So it's okay. Their bare ass legs were showing underneath their robe. Then I would be concerned. But if they're wearing like nice velvet, uh, walk around the house pants, then it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in any case, so air tags, these uh, little search and find devices, um, they were well. Let me let me check my little app here. I have called Mac Tracker, uh, which catalogs the entire uh, device history of of Apple. And let us see on here when uh, April twenty twenty one. When AirTags were announced, um, I remember waking up, seeing that they were announced, $29 for a single AirTag, $99 for, excuse me, a four-pack. And so I um, hopped online and ordered a four-pack just so that, again, we could talk about them at work. And they arrived, as these things do, um, and I set them up with my iPhone at the time. and, you know, you the way that it works is there's a little plastic tab that you pull, and then that uh, connects the CR2032 button battery to the device, and then it turns on, and then up pops a little notification on your phone, similar to how AirPods connect, uh, that says, hey, would you like to connect this, this AirTag? So you uh, choose connect, and then the menu changes, and I promise all these details are necessary. Uh, the menu changes, and it shows you 
a list of names that you can give the AirTag. And so it can say, you know, backpack or uh, purse or uh, bicycle, or you can make a custom name for it. And then you tap continue again, and up pops a little thing that says, hey, this AirTag is now going to be registered with your Apple ID and then the phone number that's attached to uh, the account, if there is one. And uh, are you good with that? And then you say yes. And then the AirTag is there, and you can use Find My to uh, find a device that's lost um, by using the AirTag. And it uses the ultra-wideband chip inside of the AirTag. And then if you've got a device that also has an ultra-wideband chip, the two can work together to help super triangulate uh, where the device is, as opposed to just kind of using Bluetooth to say, oh, the Bluetooth signal's getting stronger. You're probably getting closer, but maybe not, because it could just be the way it's bouncing off of that metal wall you have there. Anyway, um, so I set them up. Everything was great. I didn't go many places because, hey, it's the pandemic, and then I also stopped kind of carrying them with me for a while because I only went back and forth between two places and I didn't like the notification that I would get that would say, hey, you left these behind um, because it was at work or at home. Um, so I, I made some adjustments to the settings and I carried one with me on my keychain, uh, but the other three I just left at home. Well, after a couple of months, um, I started to get the uh, notifications about the battery running low on them and that I needed to replace. Or actually, it wasn't just a couple of months. After uh, several months, I got the notification that the battery was running low and I needed, needed to replace them. And because I wasn't using them very often... Um, I decided, well, at first I just kind of ignored it because um, I would only get the notification on, uh, I think it was like an iPad or something uh, that I wasn't uh, making use of outside of just being a dis an extra display for my computer. Um, <clears throat> but I got to a point where I wanted to uh, just kind of have them for the future when I needed them, but not have them regularly. So I launched Find My on my iPhone and uh, went in, and what you do is you uh, kind of pop into the Find My, you find the AirTag that you have, you tap on it, and you choose Remove Item. And when you choose Remove Item, then it kind of deregisters it from your Apple ID at the same time as it disconnects it via Bluetooth and all that stuff, so that it is just a regular old AirTag and can be used uh, for another account if you'd like, or uh, you know you can then go back and set it up later. Because I was worried that um, I wanted to be able to take out the batteries and just kind of set them aside. But if I took out the batteries and kept them connected to my account, then they would still be kind of sitting there and find my, and that was not what I wanted. Um, so after they were disconnected, I uh, took out the batteries and I put them away. And then came a time where uh, I was going to San Francisco on occasion because I was part of this research study, and uh, there have been a few times where my partner and I had gone to the um, San Francisco Botanical Garden, and so there was just a little bit more movement uh, that was taking place, and so I wanted to uh, have an AirTag again. So I popped in a battery into one of my AirTags and launched my iPhone, and it... Uh, 
gave the little notification kind of like AirPods whenever you have the top of the lid open and it, you know, slid up from the bottom and it said, hey, connect to this AirTag. And when I tapped connect, it went to the screen where the names are supposed to show as you give it a name, but it wouldn't show a name. It just said name it or what I can't remember exactly what the 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 text is at the top, but something like name it. And then below where they uh, sort of scrollable menu to select a name, nothing was there. It was just blank with a sort of gray area, which is kind of the how you know which one you've selected. And so it didn't let me name it. And then up would pop a uh, an alert that said, uh, I cannot connect to this AirTag, uh, check your Bluetooth settings and try again, something along those lines. So I took the battery out of it. I tried another one, same thing. Tried another one, same thing. Tried the other one, same thing. So then I ordered new batteries because I thought maybe what's happening is these batteries that came... uh, No, no, I had already replaced the batteries, but the batteries that I bought, maybe they just had a bad shelf life and they were no good. So I ordered new batteries and tried again, nothing. So I thought, oh, I know what I'm not doing. I need to factory reset these. So the way that you factory reset AirTag is... you uh, put the button cell battery into the back of it and it makes a chime and then you let go so that it disconnects and then you tap it again to press the battery down to reform the connection and it chimes, let go, tap, let go, tap, let go, tap, let go. I don't know if I did that five times, but that's how many you're supposed to do it. On the fifth time, the chime is different and it has been reset. So, okay, cool, got that. Uh, Put the back back onto it tried again, same thing is happening. And I'm like, oh boy, well, I am on the beta. So maybe it's just that this is a beta device. And that of course is, uh, that could be the issue. So I take an iPad that I have that is not on the beta and I open it and it will not let me connect to the AirTag either. So I think, um, what the heck could possibly be going on here? So uh, due to the nature of my job, I have several devices that I don't use regularly. And I have even a, a personal Mac of mine, a MacBook Pro that dates back to like 2017 or something like that, uh, maybe even earlier. So I pulled out the iPads the MacBook Pro that's mine, uh, the MacBook Pro that I take with me to work. Um, I pulled out uh, the iPhone, the extra iPhone that I have, and I turned them all on, open the Find My app, and this the items area, because it's split into three area, find people, find devices, find items. And the find people section was working fine. It would load and show me the people. The find uh, devices section was working fine. It would show me my different devices that were logged in with my Apple ID. Find items just kept showing this. Uh, it's like a, it's like the pinwheel, but it's just gray and it's just loading, 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 loading. So I'm going, okay, there's clearly something wrong and it's not just uh, the software and it's not just the hardware. This has to have something to do with my Apple ID because why else would it not work across all of these different devices? Um, 
oh man, something else has just happened that I will talk about in a moment, uh, because this is going to be towards the end of the story, and I am shooketh. Um, Developing coverage. Developing coverage. Has nothing to do with the AirTags, but has something to do with my my sort of next step of troubleshooting. So... um, I thought, okay, this has something, has got to be something to do with my Apple ID. And at this point, there's nothing that I can do to fix that, as far as I know. Um, so I think this is going to need to be something that I reach out to support about. But before I reach out to support, I think I'm going to try one more thing. So I take out my card and I buy a fifth AirTag, a brand new AirTag, straight from the store, never been registered with an Apple ID. And it uh, arrives a couple of days later and I pull it out, pull out the tab and I try to connect it to my iPhone with my Apple ID signed in first on iOS 16 beta. Same thing is happening. Won't let me connect. And then on iOS 15 with the other iPhone that I have, same thing is still happening. Won't let me connect. It's, it's getting to that screen and it's saying, um, you know, I can't connect or whatever. And so I I decide, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to take the uh, older iPhone that I have, the iPhone 12. I use it as a camera. That's why I still have it. And I'm going to create a new iCloud account, a new Apple ID. And so I create a new Apple ID, Micah Twit. And because I uh, at work, there's a computer that I log into for shows that I'm going to use with that Apple ID. So it wasn't even just a throwaway. And I create the new account and I try to uh, get access to those air tags that I already have, the four that I already have. And it will it will um, the screen pops up where it says connect, I tap connect, it actually shows me the different naming options. So I'm like, Oh, this might actually work. I choose a name for it, like backpack, just the first one. And then it gets to the part where it says it's going to register with my Apple ID, which this one is like something Micah, something twit, da, 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 da. Uh, Okay, cool. Yes. And then up pops a screen where it says this AirTag is registered with another Apple ID. So that tells me that my Apple ID never deregistered these air tags when I tapped remove in find my originally all the way back at the start and resetting the air tag does not remove it from the account because Apple does this in two separate ways. Also that if someone who's a bad bad who's using them for stalking purposes can't just, uh, you know, lose that, that evidence. So I'm like, yeah, this definitely is something that I need to talk to Apple about. So I call Apple. No, no. First, I chat Apple because I'm hoping that I can chat with someone who will put me in touch with someone who's like a senior, blah, blah, blah. So I'm talking. Not to interrupt your story. No, no, please. I've recently experienced uh, that that situation where you're choosing between the two things and you're just like, it'd be so much easier for me if I can just like respond in the chat. I don't have to talk to anybody. But then once once you fall for that trap of like, I don't have to wait on hold. I don't have to do all that stuff. Once you fall for that trap, you realize, oh, no talking to these people online is terrible inside this interface and I hate it. Uh, but that, that is to not to derail this, but it's just that trap of, of hope 
uh, yes. that it's going to be an easy process just because it's text and you can write out exactly what the problem is, but uh, it, it, it doesn't work how you think ever. It Although I'm curious to hear if your experience was better than when I tried to talk to the Dyson about my stupid vacuum cleaner. Um, so the experience wasn't terrible. I was talking to the person and I said, I actually started the conversation similarly, similarly to how I started the conversation with you. I said, Hey, um, I know you have to go through a certain number of steps, but I just want to let you know all of the troubleshooting steps that I've tried before we get to how we need to fix this. And the person was like, okay, cool. And I said, so if you can bear with me, I'm going to type it all out. They're like, yeah, yeah. So I typed out, uh, I had actually, because uh, I'm me, had pre-written in a text edit document all of the different things that I was going to say so that I could just copy and paste it uh, for the the chat. And so I put in the whole thing in a few different messages uh, explaining what I had tried thus far. And the person um, asked me to, uh, you know, uh, you know, log out, log in, blah, 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 all the different things. And I'm like, I have tried those things. I've even gone as far. Oh, one thing I didn't mention that I did um, back before I realized that they were still registered with my Apple ID. I thought that it could just be a Bluetooth thing. So I actually like left my house and drove somewhere where I didn't think there were any other uh, Bluetooth slash um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for ultra wideband devices around in case that was causing an issue, like some sort of interference thing. Uh, but anyway, so the, I was like, I, uh, I, I'm saying this with all the respect in my heart, uh, please, uh, you know, understand. I really think that this is a problem that can't be solved, uh, between the two of us and that I need to talk to someone who, uh, has a little bit more, you know, ability to, to, to dig into things. And the person was actually super open to that and, uh, got me in touch with a senior, um, blah, 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 senior support person. And so I, uh, got a call from the senior support person and she and I were on the phone for two and a half hours, um, trying all sorts of things. She was looking through the system, finding, um, different bits of information about how, uh, AirPods Pro had been an issue in the past where they were causing a Find My network problem. So if you remove them from Find My first, then sometimes people's AirTags were showing up and we captured, uh, you know, the, the, the support logs, the console logs, all this kind of stuff and went through this whole process for two and a half hours. We also talked about uh, people calling her and mansplaining and how um, it, it could be kind of difficult whenever she has these solutions in front of her, but the person doesn't want to hear it. And I probably I promise you this was not one of those things where she was um, <laughs> where she was passive aggressively saying this to me. No, we had a great rapport. Thank you. And uh, it, we were all we were both working together to try to get this problem solved and uh, tried a bunch of different things. And <clears throat> Uh, none of it was was working. And so she's like, yeah, we're going to definitely have to uh, get you in touch with iCloud develop or iCloud engineering. And um, so she captured everything, but there was one problem. And that was that on my main phone, I was running the beta. And even though we went through the whole process using the iPhone 12 that wasn't running the beta, because the word beta was somewhere in my support account, uh, as soon as it went over to iCloud engineering, they passed it off on, oh, it's because he's running the beta which was very frustrating to hear because I got a call the next day from her and she said, yeah, I'm sorry, but that's immediately what they said. And here's the number that you call to get in touch with beta support. So 
I knew that beta support wasn't going to be able to, or I was fairly certain that beta support wasn't going to be able to help me. And also I was kind of defeated at that point and didn't really want to deal with more support stuff and having to explain everything all over again. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to not worry about this. Uh, I guess my Apple ID is forever ever cursed to not be able to do any find my stuff, which is very annoying. But I was in uh, the support documents where uh, you where it tells you like how to remove and uh, find my device from your account. And one of the things that it says is that Apple um, can't uh, do that. Apple can't uh, take an AirTag and remove it from your account, which tells me, oh, this is an end-to-end encryption thing, right? So what I, th- what I was thinking about was if this is an end-to-end encryption thing, then somewhere in my iCloud account, there is a, an encryption pair, you know, the, the pi- private key and the public key. And there's probably some registration that says that these AirTags are tied to my account. And there's got to be one that is not working because it is claiming that, um, that, it, there's got to be one that's not working because it is uh, showing my devices that there's nothing on my account, and that's why they're not showing up. So I thought, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up Keychain Access, which uh, for folks who don't know, it's an app that's available on the Mac, and it has the ability to uh, look at your Apple Keychain that stores not just your passwords, but also those little... Um, kind of entries that have to do with your account. And I thought, my problem is I've got all of these different devices that I've had over the course of time, and they are causing a problem. So first thing I did was I took all of the uh, iPad slash MacBook slash iPhone that I wasn't using, and I signed out of my Apple ID. I reset those devices. I took them off of my account, both in Find My and uh, on AppleID.Apple.com. And then... I went into Keychain Access and I found, and it's th- this is the case, you have entries in your Keychain, if you have any Find My Devices, uh, that are called, uh, let's see, there's one that's called um, com.apple.account.devicelocator.search hyphen party hyphen token. There's one that's just devicelocator.token. There's find my friends, uh, find hyphen my hyphen friends hyphen app hyphen token. Uh, find my iPhone Siri token, find my iPhone app token, find my iPhone uh, Siri token, app token, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I had duplicates of a lot of those because in theory, there's one for each of my devices. And so I thought, I'm going to uh, take this MacBook that I have and I'm going to uncheck the sync icon so that it doesn't sync this keychain to the rest of it. And when you do that on a Mac, it switches your keychain from the iCloud keychain to a local keychain that is then editable on its own and won't mess with everything else. And I deleted every single one of those tokens. And when I did and launched the Find My app, up popped the four Air or yeah, Air tags that I could not get to show anywhere else. And so I thought, Eureka, I found it. Unfortunately, it was still not letting me remove them because it couldn't connect to them. And I thought, well, duh, it's because I don't have batteries in them. So I popped the batteries into all four of them, and it still wouldn't connect to them over Bluetooth. 
So I thought maybe it's because it needs to be an iPhone or it needs to be um, an iPad because those have that, um, you know, I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall at this point, of course, but because they have some sort of connection that the other ones don't have. So I tried, uh, you know, putting the, the button batteries back in and even still the iPad and the iPhone wouldn't show them in my account in the Find My app. So there was no way to say, yeah, let's do it this way. So then out on a, on a lark, I took my Apple watch and I uh, opened it up and I went into, cause the Apple watch splits the find my into three apps, find my items, find my devices and find my friends. And I think it's called find people, find items and find devices. I launched find items and mind you, this is the Apple watch that is connected to the iPhone that will not show those items in find my and lo and behold, all four air tags are still showing in the app on the Apple watch. And I'm like, what the f so then I think, okay, what might be happening here is that the Apple Watch is essentially holding on to these, even though on my phone I said remove them, the Apple Watch is just holding on to them, so they haven't fully been let go. So I uh, try to remove them on the Apple Watch. Well, turns out there's no way to do that in the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch app does not have that function to remove them. So you have to do it from the app on your iPhone. Well, they won't show up on my iPhone. So I decide to do one other thing. I decide that I'm going to try and roll back my iPhone, the main iPhone that I have, because at this point I've got um, three, no, four devices connected to my Apple ID versus before, which was like eight or something ridiculous. I've got my iPhone, my MacBook Air, my Mac Studio, and my Apple Watch. I don't have any iPads connected at all, just those four devices. And so I think, okay, maybe if I can get everything away from the beta, run it all uh, from the you know release of iOS. So I roll back my iPhone and I unpair my Apple Watch. Uh, well, for, I, I should clarify, I unpair my Apple Watch first and then I roll back my iPhone. And uh, it's still not showing up on the iPhone, but lo and behold, my Apple Watch reboots and now the screen turns on with the Apple logo at, as like it's supposed to boot and it just stays there stuck on the Apple logo. And I go, okay, cool. Uh, I just need to restart it. So I hold down the two side buttons to restart it. The Apple logo appears again and then it stays there stuck on the Apple logo. <laughs> and so I say, okay, I'm going to reboot it one more time because it's fine. It's, I'm not, I didn't just break it. I don't have to take it in. And it stays there stuck on the Apple logo. So then I had to, this was, these were like my, my last steps. I ended up uh, yesterday, Joe, because of how much I effed up the MacBook Air in trying to delete keychain entries, I had to completely f like wash the, the MacBook Air fully, which is fine because uh, it's a new device. And so I hadn't like set it all up personally anyway, or at least I'm telling myself that and making myself believe it. Um, and so I had to completely reset that or redo that 
meanwhile, I kept, I was waiting for my iPhone to uh, get restored to an older version. And then my uh, Apple Watch goes kapooey on me completely. And I've never, in the history of using uh, the Apple Watch, I've never bricked an Apple Watch, even though I know that installing a beta on it can do that. That's never happened to me. So this is the first time I've ever seen that happen. So I had to set up an Apple um, Genius Bar appointment for today to get my Apple Watch fixed uh, to, you know, because they've got this special device that they can connect to it that lets it flash the firmware back onto it. But the late breaking development is that I thought I'd try one more troubleshooting step with the Apple Watch, which is to let the thing fully die and then see if upon recharging it, it would get past the bootloading screen. And I am now staring at an Apple Watch that is working. So I can cancel. Well, after I get off this call, um, I'm going to see if I can, you know, get a connection to it and everything. And then if I can, then I'll be able to cancel my appointment, which is for 3.30 today in Santa Rosa. Um, So AirTags still don't work. I've just got four AirTags that can't I can't do anything with and an Apple ID that will not work with any find my uh, items because they are still stuck in some uh, confusion about what is on my account and what's not. And so oh, and uh, Apple support that won't help me get my Apple ID back in working order, because I have run beta software at some point. So that is the tale of a guy who just wanted to repair his AirTags and even went as far as to buy a new one to try and get that one to work. And none of them will work with his Apple ID and no one will help him. The end. Wow. That's quite a tale of woe uh, that you've w- woven. Woven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, this is not a, I'm not saying this is like a victim blaming thing or anything, but this is precisely why I do not, do not F around with beta stuff. Don't mess with beta stuff. That's, I literally, that is, I don't care what anyone says. I am not installing betas on, uh, my main, not only am I not installing on my main devices, I will be using that Micah Twit um, Apple ID that I created for future beta stuff and devices that are not my main devices so that I don't have to worry about this uh, anymore because this is not, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I understand, uh, especially when it causes this cascading issue because... Um, I don't think it occurs to a lot of people. They're like, oh, well, it's this one device that I put the beta software on. It's like, yeah, but like, it's all connected in a very fragile way. Yeah. Um, and it is not in any way user service serviceable when something goes wrong with uh, your iCloud stuff, as you've experienced. Uh, and I... I'm very fretful of that. The only beta that I'm not scared of entirely is the TVOS beta. So I have those running, but, um, you know, the, the, I don't do anything with my Mac. I don't do anything with my watch. I don't do anything with my phone. Um, because it, it just terrifies me for exactly the reason that you said, um, I, I d- don't have the time in my life to deal with any sort of support situation 
Um, and the fact that you were patient enough to wait two and a half hours to talk to someone about this, um, I'm sorry, talk to someone for two and a half hours about this. I don't even know how long you waited. Um, that the amount of time you've sunk into this is, uh, just catastrophic, um, to, just to, uh, like to destroy your personal life so that you can try to solve this problem, uh, on behalf of this corporate entity that is very disinterested in helping you. Um, although it does sound like you had one, you know, good support experience. It, yeah. it just when it, when it goes off to the iCloud department, um, just, yeah, that's where they said, it. you know what? We don't care about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting too. Cause it's like, so if you were to go through the beta stuff and say, hey, this is the problem I'm having, wouldn't it go to them too? Or is it going, is there like a separate iCloud beta department? I don't think so. Uh, that's, I, I was very confused about that as well, but I was so defeated by that point that I didn't even ask. I was just like, oh, okay, so they're punting, basically, is yeah. what I said. And she was, she was incredibly apologetic. And she's like, yeah, I had worried that this is what was going to happen. And she did a great job of like, she's the one who instructed me to use the iPhone 12 that was not running the beta as the one to do the diagnostics on and sort of keep it as an aside that I had a beta device and, you know, was doing everything she could to make sure that it wasn't going to get punted. Um, And it just ended up being that that didn't matter because they kind of looked for that. And here's the thing, like, I could believe that it has something to do with the beta, but when I removed those AirTags from my account, that was back before the beta was out. Mm -hmm. And so that was not like, that was, that is, that is where I feel like it was just an excuse to say, oh, we don't want to mess with this. And that's frustrating too, because for me as a person the job that I do as a uh, a consumer tech journalist, who's mostly a consumer tech kind of instructionalist, um, I would hear about that problem and then I'd want to fix it. You know what I mean? Like I'd want to learn more about how this very specific thing happened. And I realize mm-hmm. people are busy. They've got their jobs, but like, come on. Well, you're, n- if it makes you feel any better, you're being turned down by someone who is not the person who would fix it. You're being turned down by somebody who manages the people who would fix fair, it. Fair, fair. Uh, so when you have a bad uh, experience like that, it's usually uh, 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 someone in a management role who is trying to manage the resources that their team has. And it can be as weird as like, well, this request would get billed against this uh item or billing code and we want it to be billed against beta stuff and budgeted against the time that we would use for beta stuff so it needs to be submitted through this other way and it shouldn't be a situation where you're managing that sort of thing um because like i said there is no to my knowledge separate beta department that works on icloud like there isn't like iCloud and then a completely walled off area where another iCloud department exists that just does iCloud beta stuff. Um, It would be the same people. It would just be like prioritizing tickets differently or something. And it's like the system should be flexible enough that they should see that and be like, oh, well, this is the beta. So we will 
you know, flag this or tag this in some way. And we will have our billing codes do this properly, but we will pass it along. It doesn't end here. It doesn't need to be resubmitted. It doesn't need to be reprocessed from the ground up, um, which I find incredibly off-putting um, in when I've used radar in the past, not related to betas, but um, related to bug reporting. And they, it's just a black hole really. Mm -hmm. And you don't have any transparency into it. And when something's closed as a duplicate, you don't know if they fixed it or when it was fixed or what it does really. It just, your your request is gone. All of it Um, feels like disincentivizing people. And it, (sighs) it puts the onus completely on the person experiencing the problem to try to tackle the bureaucracy that is between them and the people who would fix the problem. Um, and I understand why the bureaucracy exists because you can't just like email engineers and then they stop everything they're doing and then work on your problem specifically. Like there has to be some sort of system in place, but the, the lack of transparency and the unfriendly nature of when, where stuff is going or how it's being managed um that opacity from the outside uh and the way that things can just dead end um is incredibly frustrating like i had a bug um that i submitted this is a long time ago uh where there's uh there was a button in the preferences uh not the preferences but the about this mac thing for uh freeing up disk space and this is on my old uh, Mac um, where you could uh, push a button and it would delete all the garage band files because I didn't need all the garage band files. When you open up GarageBand, it's like, do you want to download every instrument that's ever existed? And you say, yeah. And then it just sits there. And so there's supposed to be a button that gets rid of all of that, that purges it for free space. The button doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. It wasn't <sighs> connected on that version of Mac OS. Um, it had probably been connected at some previous version and then it was disconnected in some other version. And so I filed a bug, I filed a radar and six months later, they got back to me and said they, they that it was fixed in the new version of Mac OS, which would not run on that laptop because the, uh, the chip that it had uh, didn't meet the qualifications for the new version. And so I, I, and they're just like, test this and report back. And I'm like, I can't test this. You put the fix on something. I can't, like it's not a point release on the operating system I'm running. You j- you just put it in a new version of the operating system that doesn't run on the machine. <laughs> um, so it's like this is pointless. Uh, and they they offered no uh, fix or workaround for that, but that's fine because the machine naturally aged out of my using it shortly after that uh, for other flaky issues. Um, but the the it just totally discourages you from participating mm-hmm. in this process and i don't know why and the fact that they had the public beta thing that they added a few years ago and they're just like this is great we can get more feedback and it's like yeah but you guys don't do anything like well with that feedback you don't do anything better with that feedback i don't feel like i've heard any good stories of someone being like yeah well they took this thing out of the system preferences pane and i said this thing and then they fixed it and i you you hear is like and then i said this thing and then they didn't do anything um like there was a uh what was it this six colors uh uh discord um which i i'm in uh despite the fact that uh, just discord just skews me out the whole thing just like even saying discord it's just like <laughs> but uh that's where the the 
member Slack moved to was Discord for community management. And so I'm, I'm surviving there. But the uh, new version of uh, uh, Ventura, the beta, uh, where they've gutted the system uh, preferences and replaced it with the new whatever that thing is. Um, and so like, yeah, Swift UI and it's buggy as crap. Um, but there's a, there was a missing feature for the uh, network locations. And uh, someone discovered this when they're running the beta and they filed a report and said, hey, this is missing. And what he got back was works as currently designed. Investigation complete. <laughs> More than 10 similar reports were filed. And that's the information he has on at hand. And it's just like, I'm, I'm sorry, You're, you offer feedback and you just get back a, nope, this is how we want it to be. But there's no like thing about like why that's like that or anything. And the fact that it's flagged as being similar with more than 10 things. It's like, do you guys care that it's exactly. something someone else were missing? Or is it just like, I don't, I don't understand that. But that that like is the end of the road for that. Um, but, you know, Jason Snell wrote it up uh, on on six colors or it was in the uh, the uh, discord first. And I, I commented on it. It was like, you know, even in a non-professional setting, because a lot of times, you know, like administrative people will use the network preferences, uh, sorry, the location, um, uh, network locations to manage different kinds of connections, like when they're doing professional IT work. And then I said, well, I don't do that, but when I'm trying to like debug network issues, I will sometimes use that. So that way I don't screw up my actual settings. Cause I'll just create a new location. Um, and then I can remove the location later. If you know, the diagnostic or whatever, uh, proved a certain thing. Like when I was having flaky network problems in my apartment and I'd need to check, uh, you know, ethernet or something. And you have to like do that thing where you're like, no, don't connect to Wi-Fi. You, you dumb computer, use the <laughs> cord that's plugged in. Um, and, but I don't want it to like, remember that as like a forever thing that's just like i'm testing but uh it would also matter when i would go to my mom's house and there is it is constructed in the florida way uh where there is uh, a bunch of uh impenetrable cinder block and other utilities running through the walls so one side of the house uh can't see the internet on the other side of the house and there's a repeater uh, which I think is called a Mo- Mocha repeater or something. Um, the the cable coaxial cable one. Um, yeah, Mocha. Yeah, yeah. And so it's wow, on the other side of the house. Your mom is advanced. She's not advanced. Um, but the, the the these are things that technicians have brought into the house over the years, and so they're named two different things. They both have a five G and a non five G name, um, and you have to manage the connection, like depending on which side of the house you're on, because um, sometimes it'll see the router um and it'll for whatever logical reasons mac will the mac os will decide oh well the router would be better than the repeater and it's like no that's not how this works because there's no signal strength and there's incredible packet loss (laughs) like you're you're not going to maintain your connection even though you spotted it for one second um so never connect to it but i don't want it to do those sorts of behaviors everywhere so i have like a network location at my mom's house but you know, that's the sort of thing where it's like, well, would it have mattered if I ran the beta? Because I would have sum- submitted this ticket if it came up during the beta process. Like if I had to, if I was at my mom's house, which I, you know, will be there in a couple weeks and, you know, I was running the beta and I couldn't do this. Would it be an issue uh, that they would just shut down? And it's like, well, yeah. So then it's like, well, why would I bother running the beta then? Because um, 
I would have no input really on yep. uh, making this work. And I would have all of the downsides um, of trying to manage any sorts of issues that come up without any kind of like real helpfulness like you're experiencing. So I, I, I don't think that the process is, is friendly at all um, for this situation. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not friendly in the slightest. Uh, the person happened to be friendly. But I mean, that is why I waited so long to call in the first place, because I knew where this was going to go. And mm-hmm. I thought for a second I was about to be pleasantly surprised at a change. And I had this sort of internal moment of like, well, Micah, that's, you know, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have thought that it was going to go poorly because it turns out it doesn't have to. And it ended up going that way in the end anyway. Mm-hmm. And now I don't, what I asked uh, the person on the call was, are all of these, uh, m- these, cause I sent her video and uh, screenshots and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, is this just, is this support document going to disappear? And she said, no, that it would still be there. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's going to end up being true, but basically when uh, in the fall the version, uh, the next version of iOS and everything is released and I get off of the betas uh, entirely, I'm going to try reaching out one more time because this is the thing. I am quite literally trapped in terms of this Apple ID because it has all of the purchases I've made of apps. And I mm-hmm. looked into, can you transfer that? The best thing you can do is create a new Apple ID that you make part of your family, but not every app supports that family sharing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I, cause I have the, the, the twit one that I made is in my uh, Apple family. Um, and so there's some, you know, benefit and rollover that happens there, but not enough uh, to make it, you know, me being able to create a new one. And it's like, then I need to take my phone number that's currently with my iCloud account and register it with a new one. I've created some, uh, like I've got mail that goes, it would just be very difficult to uh, sort of abandon this Apple ID, but all signs point to me needing to do so because if I don't, I will never be able to use any of the find my devices on this iCloud account. That is the thing that's that's making it. I, I like I said, I bought a whole entirely new AirTag and tried to set it up, and it won't let me because it just gets stuck in this confusion of my Apple ID, uh, knowing that there are four that it's not showing up uh, on my account. So there's. Like I, I have to get that fixed somehow, or else I have to abandon this Apple ID if I ever want to use uh, any new Find My thing. But in the meantime, I've got a hundred dollars worth of worthless AirTags because they can't be registered with another Apple ID. So if I create a new one or if I were to give these away, they can't use them, and I can't use them on my account mm-hmm. because they're not there. So they're a hundred dollars of plastic and metal. And I don't know how to like say that to Apple where a difference will be made because they want to go down all of the steps of trying to uh, fix them, even though they're not, not, it doesn't seem to be fixable. (sighs) I mean, as awful as it is to say this, and I, you know, I know that I would hate to hear this too, is you may have to just go with, reporting through the beta process and just put in 
the link to your support request to the the documents from before and say, you know, I we attempted to go to iCloud and it was we were told to go to beta, uh, whatever, um, as part of the history of documenting the chain of events. I don't think they're going to get back to you quickly and I don't think they're going to do what you want. But I I it is. the I would rather do that laborious, yeah. unrewarding painful yeah. thing than try to jettison an apple id and get purchases back or do any of that stuff because i i think it's just gonna yeah, make that is a truly the the be all end all is the jettisoning like i i know that i need to uh reach out to the beta team first um i am i like i wanted to try and tackle these things with the knowledge that I had. And I got somewhere in the sense that, like I said, I was able to get those devices to appear on more than just an Apple watch. Um, but ultimately I think now, uh, yeah, that that's going to be the next step. And I'm just waiting, uh, cause when my Apple watch stopped working, <laughs> I was like, Oh, this needs to get fixed immediately before I even, mm-hmm. uh, tackle that. Um, yeah. but now it's magically working again. So apparently my troubleshooting of letting it die completely was the thing I needed to do to get it working. So that was an exciting moment, um, where the troubleshooting I know how to do actually worked versus when there's, you know, I've exhausted every, I mean, I did some pretty wild things too, uh, trying to get it to work, um, with, between like, letting them uh like i left them without a battery in them the air tags i left them without a battery in them for about a month thinking that if there were some sort of capacitor inside that was holding on before i realized that they were registered on the server side uh that's whenever i went oh okay this is this is not something that it doesn't matter what i do locally this is on the server side um and all sorts of other steps that I took to try to get it working. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, at this point, it's, it, I, that's my next step for sure. It's what I've got to do, uh, because I don't want to have to get rid of my, my Apple ID. And no. yeah, that's just, that's too much. No, and, and it really sucks that, that you've been, um, put in this position, uh, by the, so I would describe it as sort of like failures of the process at Apple um, because I don't view telling you to contact beta instead of uh, beta support instead of just routing your existing stuff helpfully or tagging it in a certain way inside of the reporting software. Like it doesn't, it, it, it's not, it's not looking good for, for them. I don't think um, when, when they can't just do that. Um, and I, you know, I had a, a less exciting story about failure, um, from a couple of weeks ago, trying to do something with home, but, uh, it, you know, resulted in no permanent damage. Uh, so I consider that it's success at this point. Yeah. Was uh, it with, uh, the, the, um, oh, now I forget what it's called the Eve thing. Yeah. Uh, so Amazon was having a sale on the Eve weather, uh, device, which is, uh, uh, outdoor, well, indoor, outdoor, uh, thermometer and hygrometer. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah, I think hygrometer. so. Um, uh, and also, uh, detects barometric pressure. Um, so it, it's a little thing. It's got a little e-ink display, um, takes a little, I think it's the same button battery you're using. Uh, and you can put it outside, 
Um, you can use it inside if you want. Um, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. That's why they're doing a deal because the new ones are rechargeable. Newer ones are rechargeable. So, uh, okay. I was I was curious whenever you said button battery. I thought, huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's supposed to last for nine Ages. months to a year or yeah. something. So it's, I fingers crossed that it was okay. Uh, but the, but it was, it was worth getting in, um, you know, $60 a pop. Uh, I got the first one, then I set up the second one later and I discovered some unique things about, uh, how home, the app home kit, that whole process interacts with, uh, some sort some temperature sensors that I was unaware of, uh, where it decides that it's going to show the aggregate, aggregate temperature by displaying a range uh for your entire home by showing two different temperature values and it's like well if one of these is outside and one of these is inside what is the usefulness in telling me the range of temperatures um <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't it be better if i could just see the outside temperature and i could see the inside temperature but uh, you'd think yeah yeah it's not really designed that way instead you can turn off the sensor from showing inside of that view inside of home and so that way I have it set right now to just display the outside temperature because I'm more interested in that. And it's just too noisy to have it display everything as a range. Um, but the, uh, the weird thing about it was I was trying to troubleshoot why it, my shortcuts were failing in reading it. Uh, and I couldn't discover why this is more of a shortcuts problem than a home kit problem. Um, but at the time it was not obvious what was happening. Uh, because shortcut uh, shortcuts doesn't have robust error reporting. Um, when something goes wrong, it just goes wrong and it doesn't say anything meaningful that you can like act on. Uh, it's not like if you make a mistake in, in Python and it'll spit out like, you know, white space, whatever syntax, blah, 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 et cetera. And then you can go to like the line and see the other thing from that line. And it's like, okay, I, I, I got it with this. It's just like write read error on a device. And it's like, well, I know that's not true because I'm looking on my phone and I can write, I can read from the device. I can connect to the device from my phone. Everything's displaying on my phone. So why is it not working on my Mac? Mm-hmm. And it turned out after hours of trying to figure this out, um, that the problem was the Apple TV that is in the ADU, my office, um, with this Mac, uh, what had been bumped from our normal Wi-Fi to the Wi-Fi that it can't detect. Um, this is another example of a network locations thing, uh, where the Wi-Fi with our that came with our uh, router um, versus the Eero mesh network. Uh, and it's supposed to connect to the mesh network, but apparently the mesh network had restarted overnight or something for an update. And sometimes when that happens, devices try to connect either to the uh, the router Wi-Fi signal, even though it can't barely do anything with that signal, or it'll, uh, it'll uh, have the devices just not connect at all. Oh. Um, and so the Apple TV was working and it was on a different Wi-Fi network and it needed to be on the same network because it was what was relaying the data from the Eve to the other Apple TV, which is actually the home hub. This one is acting like a satellite to to the one in the living room. Um, But because they were on different Wi-Fi networks, they couldn't see each other. Okay, okay. But in in the home app on my phone, 
over Bluetooth, it could see the device. <laughs> so I could I could see in the home app on my phone something that I couldn't see in the home app on the Mac in front of me because of how the signal for Bluetooth was hitting my phone, but not oh, the Apple Lord. TV in here to be relayed over Wi-Fi. So it, it just took me like turning on the TV and realizing that, oh, this YouTube video is playing back really slowly. It's all the quality is terrible. And then it's like, oh, this is on the wrong network. Fix that. And then it's like it, the problem disappeared. Uh, and then there were spontaneous read-write errors over the next day, but then they stopped. And I don't know why because I didn't change anything else. And I can't figure out from a diagnostic perspective what it is that everything thought it was doing inside of the house. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's uh. just, it's so weird how all that stuff uh, interacts in yeah, ways. Yeah, that you don't expect. And so mm-hmm. you're thinking that it's going this one way and it's it's actually... Uh, figuring things out another way. And again, this is where my complaint always comes in about, I think, like, I love clever technology that's clever and does clever things. And I like that for the most part, or for in many cases, you can get something set up uh, very easily, but then don't keep things obscure past that point, or at least give people the ability to unobscure things and mm-hmm. to have a better understanding of what uh, is working and how, because that's where it gets annoying, gets old very quick is, um, okay, now I can't figure this out. And like, even with the problem that I've continued to have and going into keychain and seeing that I was able to do that, the, it's already with the latest versions of macOS it's incredibly difficult to edit things in keychain anyway, and to like back up that information that's in keychain. And I had to go through and learn where they were like sort of secretly being stored on the system. And it's all about this obscuring to make things easier. But at some point, folks might need to get into that stuff. And it's it's frustrating whenever it's uh, just all made to just work as it's supposed to. Well, when it doesn't work as it's supposed to, I needed to stop trying to pretend like it's working as it's supposed to. Yeah, no, for <sighs> real. And I just want to go look at there's a second part to the story. When I when I got the first Eve weather working, um, I had the second one come from Amazon because the sale was still going. And I set that up uh, as my office uh, temperature reading. Um, and my office temperature reading, uh, wasn't working when I tried to use shortcuts, but it was displaying correctly inside of home. And I was like, well, that's weird. I wonder what's going on if that's the problem. Um, because I've got the, uh, the two things here, they're both working. I can see the temperature readouts of either one of them, but whenever I set up the shortcut, it's not working correctly. And then it's like, oh, it gave them the same name inside of shortcuts. The there is no it's namespace pollution. There is no protection for this device, this feature. Mm, okay, it just sees flatly that there is a temperature uh, a sensor. Um, so both of them uh, were the uh, were just labeled temperature sensor and uh, humidity sensor inside of the home app even though they were named for different, even though each device has a separate name, that parent name didn't apply to the sub names. And so flatly on a, if you just flatten that out, 
one was overriding the other one because they had the same exact name. So I had to change the names of the sensors, which are inside of the device. They're not the device name. Um, it's, it's just dumb. It's like, I don't know why I have to do that because I should be able to specify the device and then the thing on the device or from the device rather than you're just going to see anything possible inside of this bucket of stuff inside of your house. And if they happen to be named the same thing, there won't be an error that they're named the same thing. It'll let them both exist and just write over each other. Um, and it's, it's so mind boggling that you can, you can do that and there's no error reporting. There is no duplicate name reporting. There's no like, Hey, are you sure you want to use this thing? That's named the same thing as this other thing. And it's like, none of that happens. You, when you're setting up your device, it will encourage you to name it something else, um, like the Eve Weather uh, unit, the actual like unit. And of course I do. And I picked the room and everything. But the sub device stuff is not altered at all. It is it is exactly what the temperature uh, and the uh, humidity sensor names are. Um, th- that that's what gets passed through to shortcuts. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't work correctly. And then I just went to go open it up to make sure I got the names uh, of the sensors correct. And when I was opening it, I was asked to resolve a conflict by the shortcuts app um, because apparently I had edited this on my iPhone the night before. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, on 7.25.22. And then on my MacBook, I had edited it in the morning at 7.26.22. And so it's like, well, what is the conflict there? Why are there two separate things? You don't show really anything about what's going on. So I just picked one. And the curious thing is I've run this shortcut from my shortcuts menu um, for, you know, a couple weeks now. Uh, So... It's been running something, but which one of the two was it That's running? That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> uh, why, why does any of the stuff do any of the stuff? I, it doesn't make any sense to me. <sighs> I'm right there with you. Why does just, any of this stuff do any of this stuff? Just tell me. Just tell me what's going on. I just want to know. <laughs> is I'm this all, real? <laughs> is this real life? Uh, is this just fantasy? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. well, no escape this, this has reality. been the, yep. the, uh, complaining about complex, well, maybe not complex, complaining about tech problems that are really, you know, what really grinds my gears. That's what we're mm-hmm. doing. Yes. Yes. That is exactly what we're doing. And, uh, if you're someone who was listening to this whole thing and you're just like, well, they didn't talk about anything fun. Well, sorry. Can't be winners. Um, we just were grumpy today. <laughs> Yeah, occasionally we're grumpy, and occasionally mm-hmm. we also drop things onto the ground. So if you heard that, that was just me dropping a thing onto the ground. I don't know if you did, but uh, mm-hmm. alas, yeah, it's 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 grump day, everybody. You got hump day on a Wednesday and grump day on a Friday. Well, this yeah. Friday at least. But I am I don't have to be grumpy about not having to go to um, about having I don't have to be grumpy about having to go to the Apple Store to get my firmware flashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, that I can, you know, rejoice about. Don't don't jinx it. You may oh my still gosh, have to you're go right. To- <laughs> Hold on, let me knock on this bamboo like a hundred times. Yeah. Whew. Fingers crossed for Micah, everyone. Fingers crossed. Please keep them crossed. <laughs>